0: Hello and welcome to the Pete Barter Podcast, where you will join Pete in interviewing top level thought leaders in education, music, and business, as well as a sneak peek into Pete's thoughts and challenges. This episode is all about... You can only teach a child the same information so many times before they're like, I'm sick of this, but if they're not practicing, then they're not improving and they're not ready for the next same information. So it's sort of like the teacher and the home need to work together to keep the momentum happening. Whatever you are doing right now, keep on doing it and enjoy this episode of the Pete Barter Podcast. Facebook
1: Live in the car. Pete Drummond is here with I've just finished giving him a lesson. Yes. Yeah. A lot well done. My kids are in the back. There's, there's Keegan, There's Jackson. Jackson, come and saw you play yesterday. He was very happy. Yeah, I didn't get to hear you play today. No, he's up playing frigging Xbox. Oh well, fine. That's Minecraft. Right. So you just have to uh, have a listen to our conversation. I've got a little bit of recording of the show. I'll put up
0: a little later. Yikes! Um, all good, man. So good. Well, well, I was practicing, and I. You're practicing I think for when his play, gig tonight. So I think you, you're, if you're going to the gig tonight, you're in for a treat if that's what he's playing. Well, right? I think if you if you sound good when you're practicing, then you're practicing badly. You should sound. You should be a bit Terrible. You need to be just out of your comfort zone. Yeah, man. You know what? To be effective, apparently, allegedly. So I each. <laughs> so so you're.
1: So your gig tonight is at the Royal Oak. Yes. Uh, we've just been jamming in the house for an hour or so. Paul Butler, uh, a great local lad, come in. Yeah, he's awesome. He spent a few years on the road travelling with Cirque du Soleil. He's come back to Adelaide and he's,
0: he's playing a few good shows. He um, sounded beautiful, man. solid man. He he's he's sounded really, really musical, man. Awesome. Uh, and then
1: we're kind of running a little late, so apologies to the guys. Steve Noble, if you're watching. Uh, Bringing him, he's on his way. Um, Ivan says hi. Ivan's a uh, uh, a local Adelaide drummer. He's Kevin Bowles. (laughs) Um, Ivan, I think uh, you and Ivan had a lesson with uh, Graham Morgan, I think, didn't you, Ivan? With Frank Corniola, not too long ago. Dad's watching too. Yeah, everyone's watching. So everyone's on. Tell me yeah, your biggest frustration met... as a drummer. Um,
0: this is a QA. and a If you've got questions, let me not know. Not being any good. Not being any good. Yeah, well, you've got work to do, clearly. Um, <laughs> that's My biggest f- frustration is not being as good as I would like to be. But I think that that's everybody's sort of shared frustration. So, yeah. you know, but I think the, the cure for that is just to work at it. Because at least then you can say I'm not as good as I want to be but I'm doing something about it better than you were. Because I think
1: for me there's there's things that I've played, things that I've played in the past where I knew I've played better in different situations but I've managed to have a, and we talked about this earlier in the car, I managed to have a default goodness or a default level of ability yeah, and that can be boring um, yeah it can get very and that's what we, we talked about trying yeah, to, try and try to and clear it. that boredom and, and being able to competently, confidently put something new into the mix every time you play something
0: yeah well I think my, if I'm improvising I'm trying my very best to only play what I'm hearing Musically and down to each note, you know, melodically, all of the inner ghost notes, all of the subdivisions, like all of the larger phrases, and not relying on playing a sticking pattern and, you know, the accents of that sticking pattern just being the phrase or moving my hands around like a madman. Yeah. None of that interests me. I mean, I, I, had to, I think I had to go through that at some point to develop enough stuff to then be able to have enough to control to pick and choose, but I, I can't pick and choose every single thing that I'm hearing still, like, so that's where this more work, and sometimes the things I'm hearing are garbage, so maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe they, they shouldn't come out the way I'm hearing them either, so I don't know, like. Right? It's just an ongoing process. So
1: when you, when you do improv, your version of improv is? Yes. Well,
0: i I think every time I sit down and play the drums, I'm improvising in one way or another. Like, even if it's the same song, I might play some different embellishments in the groove or, like, a different... Um, little drag or the bass drum placement might change a little or you know the pocket of where the band is is different like so you improvising with all of these elements not just the blowing sort of notes but just in general like every single sort of element of what's going on everything that you touch on the drums or you don't play is a musical event so silence is a musical event and Making a noise as a musical event, and I just try to intend each one of those, down to when they're very close together if it's fast, or when they're very far apart when it's slow. Doesn't I don't discriminate and say, oh, things that are slow or the notes themselves on a written page seem simple are easy or boring. They're just as beautiful and deep and complicated as playing something highly polyrhythmic or you know, like an intense independence exercise. I don't really, I think it's all music. Let's talk about education for a minute, because that's, I love that, I love I
1: love music education and I love having kids as young as these guys in the back, um, getting involved in music, whether it's through a drum kit or whatever. Um, and your story is that you just carried on the family tradition and continued on with the family business because yeah. dad played music, but for, what have you got to say to the parents that have kids that aren't
0: having lessons? Um, I would, well, they aren't having lessons, Yeah. Uh, but are they, are we talking about someone who's already playing an instrument but not having lessons?
1: Uh, let's try that, yeah. I guess i uh, my approach was, there's a lot
0: of, here are the stacks. Or well, you mean children that aren't playing music at all?
1: Aren't playing so music. It's... The statistics are there's seven there's seven hundred and fifty thousand kids in South in Australia who are who are having lessons. Right. What's uh, six, outside seven, of school hours, seven hundred fifty thousand per week. But that's only twenty percent of that age demographic. Oh right. Okay. And in the UK, it's more than half. It's sixty percent. Wow. Really. So what I'm getting at is, there's so many more kids that could be having music education yeah. as a as a hobby topic that could end up becoming more of a lifestyle and more of a more of like a culture.
0: A, yeah, more of a thing.
1: Culture. Like you, you don't just join a band because you love playing guitar. You don't. Sorry. You don't just learn guitar because you love learning guitar
0: you, no, that's you learn right.
1: guitar or drums or bass or music because I'm, I'm hoping that you like the, the whole teammanship and
0: working with a band and things like that so well, you know. I think that that's exactly the point to a certain degree it's hard to it's sort of like there needs to be some sort of end game to learning music, because the educational side of it, as you say, is just a means to an end. Mm-hmm. If you if you grow up wanting to perform on stage, or you, or you love music and you want to be part of making music, or, or you know, in one way or another, either performing live or in a recorded way or writing. Or, any of those things. Well, then that's the thing that motivates you. I think sometimes if kids don't have an outlet to perform, even you know, like to other students at a, like a school concert or a, you know a little recital or having a, a little band or their parents recording them and posting it on a YouTube channel or on their Facebook or whatever. That that's the sort of thing that. That I think kids need to do in order to keep them motivated to a want to get lessons because then they're inspired in the first place by seeing somebody else doing something musical that, that they feel like they're inspired by and motivated to learn but they also need that as a constant sort of just getting that external reinforcement and that experience so that it keeps them motivated because I think with a lot of kids, they don't practice, it it becomes a vicious cycle, they don't practice during the week and then they come to the next lesson and so therefore they learn the same things again and then they do that a bunch of weeks in a row and before you know it, they're bored. Then they come to the lesson and they're bored Mm -hmm. and then the teacher's trying desperately to get them energized and engaged but you can only teach a child the same information so many times before they're like I'm sick of this but if they're not practising then they're not improving and they're not ready for the next of information so in order to it's sort of like the teacher and the home you know sort of need to work together to keep the momentum happening yeah so and and I think that that having a good sort of combination of those things really help for kids to grow and, and for people to grow I think it's hard even as Learning an instrument and you're not playing with anybody, and you're not even like just posting stuff on your Facebook page. What, like, what? What is that? Yeah. You, it's existing in a vacuum, and and maybe that's the enjoyment in itself, like a personal thing. And if that's the motivation, great. But if you're actually doing it to be part of a of a group, to I get, think to get the in, feedback, you know, yeah, that's right. You on, need on the
1: on f- that putting feedback. yourself on putting yourself out on. Uh, on a big limb you know social media musicians and we talked about this in an interview we had a few years ago um, being a social media musician versus being a musician and the social media musician doesn't necessarily have to have less skills but I think a social media musician has what I, let me define a social media musician someone that's never actually played a live stage gig Yet they have thousands and even, you know, hundreds of thousands of fans or followers on on a platform.
0: Yeah.
1: That is that is amazing, you know, to get... That is awesome. To get that kind of following, but to never be up on a stage and endure that blood,
0: sweat and tears kind of stuff. Yeah. do I think the thing is that maybe... I mean, the landscape's changed so much. In a lot of ways, it's sort of... That's one of the new recorded performances and streaming things is like a live gig anyway. Like now? Yeah. Yeah, it's a live speaking engagement. Um, (laughs) But no, I think that the whole idea of, of that stuff has grown and it's changed the landscape but I think that it's good. It provides everyone with an opportunity to perform to an audience of even if it's nobody. Even if it just goes into the ether at least as soon as you press a red button and you record something, there's, there's pressure, it simulates a performance situation more than just sitting by yourself and you, if you fall over it doesn't really matter, there's no um, consequences, you know? there's nothing really riding on it.
1: Yeah. Anyway, well we're at um, the venue, this is it. That's my two cents. This is the Royal Oak, so I will be back very soon. All right. Love well, chatting. I think we so do I think a handshake in the camera because that's all awesome. See you guys. Yeah. I'll see you a bit. I'm going to log off so we can get real.
0: We hope you enjoyed Pete's podcast. Make sure you like, subscribe, and share with anyone you think will get value. And if you haven't already, head to PeteBarter.com for more Pete Barter content. And remember, do something good for yourself and someone else today.
1: Thanks for listening.